styling to stay or sell with Peony and Silk. Curate a space that will whisper, welcome home. As they walk through the door, peonyandsilk.com.au. Welcome everyone, this is Jackie from the Styling to Stay or Sell podcast. We talk everything property styling and interior design. I'm here with a special guest, Grace. Are you staying stylish this week? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bit the same. It's a bit 50-50 for me. So it's all, especially if I've got Zoom meetings, it's serious on the top and it's pyjama bottoms and Ugg boots on the bottom. Yeah, so today we're talking about how something that's quite topical at the moment with the COVID-19 crisis that we're currently in is how to set up an amazing home office. There's lots of people that are now uh, suddenly finding themselves working from home. But even if that's not the case for you, it's really important to have a a great space for either studying or, you know, doing some work. So if you do need to have a home office, we're going to help you with some of those solutions. So we'll start with the obvious furniture requirements, right? So you need a desk, you need a chair, you need your electronic equipment, you need some reasonable storage solutions, cupboards, bookshelves, trays for your desk and lighting. The yeah. comfiest you can get your chair, the better. You have to be ergonomic as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's the number one thing that's going to make or break a successful, solid working environment. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree. We're going to talk about sort of that ergonomic considerations later on, but my suggestion would definitely be make sure your chair's ergonomic. You're not going for a, an Instagram-worthy office. It's nice to no. have one that looks great because that can improve your productivity and feels like a nice place to be in, which makes you happy. But it needs to be ergonomic because there's work health safety considerations there, but we can touch base with that later on. Desks, I know locally and in Australia, I'm sure it's probably the similar situation overseas. It's really hard to find a desk at the moment. (laughs) Places are selling out of them. I had a friend who was searching high and low for one last week. You know, Yeah, one of my friends ended up going to Bunnings and making one out of a plank of, like a kitchen bench plank of wood that you could get. Yeah, absolutely. you couldn't get one anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, you could do something as simple as a door and some trestles and you've got yeah. a makeshift desk. But there's other companies out there who have been shut down because of COVID who have sort of pivoted and there's been like these sort of builder PDF desk that have come out. I think it was a stage production company in Melbourne or Sydney has started cutting out these sort of almost like jigsaw frame type things oh, yeah. That, yeah. that build up with the MDF. It's awesome, really clever. And electronic equipment, obviously parents of children who, are now homeschooling so lots of increased sales with Chromebooks and laptops and things like that to make sure that all the children have got their devices and there's been you know increased sales of electronic stuff for people to, to have they, they might have needed to upgrade and they were holding off and then all of a sudden they're now doing yeah that. and the other thing I've heard about is upgrades to internet providers and services Because we're not used to having this many people at home. Exactly. And I mean, that makes it difficult as well. I mean, I've heard of people where where the the MBN's shut down for the day, like they're doing maintenance and stuff, which isn't isn't ideal if you're trying to work from home or school from home. Lighting's a a big one as well. So make sure you've got a good lamp that can, lighting sort of covers a few. 
task lighting very important. Yeah, absolutely. And making sure that your lighting's set up so you don't have glare, which I think is a very important thing because otherwise your eyes get too tired over time. So that's another consideration that you need to make. It's not about what the lamp looks like. It's about what sort of light you get from it, how it's directed, yeah, what it, that directional what it does. distraction-free or low distraction area, which I'm laughing because I'm thinking of my own situation at the moment where I've, yeah. I've got two primary school children, my husband who has probably got the best distraction-free area, which is a, a desk in a bedroom, yeah. but I've got one child on the kitchen table, I've got another child on the on the desk that's in a, our second living, and I'm just sort of floating around wherever. When we started out the first week of the COVID-19 lockdown, yeah. my dad started out on the dining room table, but we have an open space area with our kitchen, dining and living all in one area, so yeah. no one could use it yeah. properly. <laughs> and he would get angry and then we would get angry at him and then it was just an ongoing circle yeah. of not good situation. I, so it's always good to have you. like have a separate area that you can keep set up instead of having to pack it away. It kind of keeps some yes. sort of normality. Yes, absolutely. The idea of sort of going to work. So over the last couple of years, there's been the influx of back office offices. Like instead of like the man cave, it's now like an an office space. So you yeah. actually leave your house, you go walk down your back garden, and then you hop in the what would normally be a shed, but it's been done up as a as an office. You get that continual. Okay, I'm going to work now. So that's stopping yeah. that distraction because normally, even when there's one person working from home, when I started my property styling business. I was working from home predominantly and I found it really noisy in the sense that you're looking around and there's always something you need to do. So there's, oh, well, I put that load of washing on. I'll just wash those dishes. I'll just do this. I'll just make that bed. So generally it's a very noisy environment. So if you've got a room where you can go in, shut the door, that's your office. You stay in there. You have some, your normal breaks as you would normally then that's going to be a situation where you're much more productive than someone who's sitting on the lounge while the TV's on while you're trying to do your work. We'd love to meet your friends and style them up. Share this podcast, then DM us, Facebook or Instagram, for your top 10 free styling to sell tips from our team at Peony and Silk. And talking about environment, that's pretty important as well. So things like natural lighting and nice airflow that just yeah even if you can't get fresh air just having that little bit of air movement from a fan yeah. makes such a difference yep absolutely so after a while you just feel like you feel stagnant the air feels stagnant everything's just the same and you're just over it but yep. if you have that little bit of air movement it kind of just I agree I love moving air I'm one of those people <laughs> in winter who will have the all the blankets on, on. <laughs> But the fan yeah. on, I just find a certain level of comfort in it. It makes a massive difference when you're sitting in a home and you're sitting down and then you get this beautiful breeze come through. It's like, oh, it's, you know, it's nice. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of a nice thing to remind people when they're not being able to go outside as much as they normally would yeah. to have that. And then, again, yeah, natural lighting as well. Ideally, your office space would have a certain amount of natural lighting or you would have the artificial lighting would be yeah, um, substitutions really, for yeah, it. really appropriate and directional, as yeah. we talked about. I mean, I think the brighter your workplace is, the more awake you feel. Absolutely. I 100% agree, Grace. What yeah. about the fun stuff? This is the stuff that makes it feel nice for you to I mean, enter I'm your always workspace. In, I'm <laughs> always into the fun stuff. Yeah. 
But then again, I don't have to work from home very often. So yes. my desk is always looking nice and pretty awesome. because I don't use it. <laughs> but it's nice to have that looking like that. But it also, there is an element of how it affects your productivity. If your yes. office space is clear and clean and tidy and it's a space you like the look of and like being in it, that's going to encourage you to be much more productive than sitting yeah. in an office where your files aren't organised, it's super cluttered, you've shoved other things in the house in there because it's you're hiding it from your visitors or or whatever because yeah. the door's always shut it's really there's this fine line between not having it what it looks like be your focus but also acknowledging that if it's a really beautiful space or it's a nice space that you love being in that's going to increase your productivity the fun stuff always increases your comfort levels which yeah. then increases your productivity so yes, in the long exactly run it. we're stylish on social media too Penny and Silk. Follow us to see what's next. Yeah, fun stuff is very important. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Comfort levels. I really like that. So what are some things that, that you think increases the comfort levels? My, my first one would be probably plants. Yeah, having that little bit of greenery. If you can have the real stuff, it's yep. always better. Because yep. then again, that helps your like the air quality in your room as yes. well. Yes, um, Especially Devil's Ivy. It has one of the best oxygen offputs. Yes, so that and always is. That's my top pick. Yeah, and my my top pick would be mother in law's tongue because it also yes. has the same kind of benefits. Apparently, a detox kill it of much. yeah, no, they're unkillable. Yes. I'm terrible with plants, and my favourite plants are Zanzibar, mother in law's tongue, peace lily. peace lily. Yeah, because those things yeah. I I cannot kill them, so they're my favourite yeah. three. And they look nice. Absolutely, they're all a good plant. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if you don't have a real plan or you can't or you're really terrible and kill everything like Jackie, <laughs> just having that, like just a little fake artificial plant can always just mimic that organicness that you need yes. to be productive. Yes. Yep. And you can get some really nice looking succulents especially. Actually, real succulents yeah. are something that would be really good in an office as well. Yeah. But it would- succulents in particular are, are some of the more good quality fake plants. but. We will always yeah. say, go for go the for real, the real go for the real. What other things would you suggest to make the office look nice, but also... Oh, I'm a sucker for a nice lamp. Yeah, yeah. So when you're talking about a beautiful lamp, you're not talking about a lamp that's providing light for task-orientated light. You can get really nice looking task lamps these days yeah, too. Yeah. I just feel like it gives that height that is aesthetically pleasing to your eye when you're looking over like your desk. It it kind of just gives, you know, the height variances in a space I think always adds like a nice element. Yeah, So I think that's what you get. That's where your lamp. For sure. And um, what about something like artwork? Like a beautiful artwork in your office, it doesn't offer you any practicality in in regards to your workspace, but it does make a beautiful statement for a room. What do you think? I think it's always a good idea because then at the end of the day when you're not in it, it still looks nice as well. It's those layers that we need. I always like to have the variances in colour, texture, the height levels and wall surfaces such are just a blank surface and can make it look quite dreary if you don't have anything on it. Yes. So I think the more exciting your room can be, Without being distracting, yes. like not going that fast that you can't, your eye can't settle. But having something peaceful to look at every now and again can just be a good thing. Now, would you recommend the artwork to go above the desk or behind the desk on the opposite wall? Or does it totally depend on where the desk is placed in the room? Um, I think it depends on where your desk is placed and what you look at majority of the time. Say if you're only using a laptop, if yep. you're just staring at a blank wall for the rest of the time, 
when you need a little break from looking at your computer or you just look up and you just see your blank wall, it can kind of be a little bit sad over time. So having a nice artwork that kind of gives you that variance, I reckon put put it behind like what you're looking at the most, I think. Yeah, yeah, I like the idea of that. And then that way to make sure that the room's balanced, you would have, you'd probably have maybe your bookcase or a credenza or drawers on yeah. behind you. And then you could have yeah. something sitting on the top of those as well. Yeah. So that way you're not like, loading up the room yeah. just with on one side or a chair yeah. in the corner. And it's always nice to have, I don't know about you, Jackie, but I've been having so many Zoom meetings, video conferences, <laughs> Zoom meetings, yep. catch-up, everything's so virtual that it's really nice for other people to see how nice you're doing and it kind yes. of looks like you're not yes. you're not completely going crazy yeah, anymore, yeah. you know. <laughs> okay, and that's actually a really good point because now where Zoom meetings are becoming a lot more prevalent, what's behind you is actually what's going to be shown to people in those yeah. Zoom meetings. So that needs to have something nice for other people to look at as well. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. yeah. A nice backdrop. And I know people, depending on their, their computer capability, can put their own virtual backdrops on Zoom. Yeah, but, I'm, but, but, I'm not that tech savvy enough to learn how to do that. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> I have you to know, clean the, up my area. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, people aren't going to be worried about doing that too much. But, I mean, it, it's still a nice thing to do. You need to have the room balanced. You don't want everything to be on the yeah. one side where your desk is. So it's important to consider yeah. what behind is and I think now in the world of zoom meetings that's it's probably going to be a more important consideration yeah. for people to have so then you've got practical and useful desk accessories sufficient storage you've got your wall or desk planners maybe some candles yeah, yeah. I love occasional chairs in offices yeah and that's good for like if you want a little break but you don't want to leave your workspace yeah. That comes in handy. Like if you just have to read a couple of notes and you don't want to have to be sitting so formally at your desk, yes. you can just go and sit on that little chair. Maybe have a glass of water or a cup of tea, but not yep. a full yep. break, yeah. if you yeah. get what I mean. Because yeah, I feel like totally. as soon as I leave yeah, as soon as I leave my workspace, that's when I get more distracted and then I never really make it back yeah, into my back. work zone. So just yeah. having a little sit down yep. in a separate area of my space can really help. Yeah, particularly if you have got a a report or an article to read or you're researching something where you don't actually need to be using your computer, I think that's a really great thing to do. Sit down, have a read. Penny and Silk. If you like our style, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Rugs as well. I think rugs are nice in offices. Yeah, Um, that goes back to that, how I was saying how your eye likes different textures and levels. It kind of just adds another level of warmth. And, yep. and like coverage of surface area. Yep. I find rugs, I mean, I know we're having a situation at home where our desk in our second living room where the kids work off, the chair that we've got with the rolling legs fluffs up the carpet. So having a rug under there would, especially a natural, like a seesaw type one, or yeah. you can even get those plastic, they look very officey, but that will, st- yeah. if you've got expensive carpet that you want to protect or yeah, you're wanting to protect the floorboards and you're on a chair with wheels you need to take that into consideration so use a a rug or use one of those plastic things for the chair to go on because you don't want your floorboard scratched or your expensive carpet to be kind of worn out the thing about rugs is they define space so it's a particularly good idea if you you have no option but to set up an office area in another living space 
that rug will define that space. So it's yeah. not just sort of plonked in. So obviously there's, um, especially people who are not those people that are self-employed that are working from home, but those people that are were used to working in offices and now have been thrust into the world of working from home, they really need to take into account those ergonomic and work health and safety considerations. Yeah. So I'd like to just say from the outset that if someone has been sent home from an office job to work from home, they probably under quite strict directives from their employer. So this information isn't to override the information that they've got from their employers. But obviously we've touched on this before, an ergonomic chair is really important. If you're doing eight, nine, ten hours work at home, which is sort of what you would have been doing at your work office, it's really important that you're in a comfortable chair. Lots of offices are actually letting their staff members or telling their staff members to take their work chairs home with them. That's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. The difficulty is if you're in a position where the majority of the time you can work from home, but then some of the time you may need to go back to the office. So considering the COVID things and not wanting to touch other people's items, it might be a situation where someone says, no, I'll leave my chair at the office. I don't want to be sitting in anyone else's chair when I go and do my two days a week at the office and Mm. I'll make sure I've got something more suitable at home. If you just get an ergonomic chair from office work, the difference between a commercial, commercially bought office chair Mm. is they're completely different. Oh, absolutely. You can't get that quality without paying a lot of money. No. And that's unfortunately what the letdown of like office work is, is that they are cheap and cheerful. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore you're kind of not getting that ergonomic quality that you kind of need and can get from your office chair that your company has bought commercially. Yep, absolutely. And also those sort of places, are the chairs are few and far between because everyone's been buying them. Exactly. So one of the other obvious ones is standing desks or things that you can put on your desk that raises raises your desk up to a standing height. So these are all really a great idea. Standing desks have been around for a really long time. You can buy those kits. I think Ikea sell them as well. And I think there's a very big range of price range that you can sort of go into. I think if this is something that you're wanting to do set up more permanently, probably it's Mm. a good idea to invest a little bit more money in it. But if it's a temporary thing, um, maybe that's um, one of the cheaper options or a better thing. So instead of buying the whole desk that that moves up, you can just buy the things that that sit on the current desk, which raises everything up. The other good thing about them is those things, you can move them, the kits especially, you can move them around the house. So if you're in a situation where you've at the moment with COVID, you've got multiple people working from home and only so many desks, one of the great things is you could maybe put that on the dining table and work yeah. from there. Or the kitchen bench or, yeah. you know. Exactly. A friend of mine, has, he's a chiropractor. He is with Total Balance Chiropractic, which is based in Hamilton, which is a suburb of Newcastle, New South Wales. He shared some information about these sort of iPad stands or laptop stands that you can put on kitchen tables and things as well. So that would um, it puts it at a good height for you to, to type on. So you don't even need a standing desk to move around the house. You can just get this special holder. Because I think that. I think that's one of the things that a lot of people forget is the proper computer height that you should have it set yes. at. Yeah. Like as laptops, you're always sort of like, even if they are set on a nice desk, you're still kind of hunched over a bit. Yeah. They need to be put yeah. on kind of like an yeah. angle, don't they? And be- higher so it's at your eye level. Yeah. And majority of people don't use laptops correctly, I would say. No, I've got mine set up on like forward cookbooks at the moment and get it up at a good height. Well, that's it. You've got to do what you've got to do. And if, if it's yeah. 
piling up cookbooks and putting your laptop on that and then that, that gives you the ability to stand then that's fantastic. And then if you need to sit down or you at the, at the dining table you want to sit down for a little bit, you can, um, you know, lower the bookcases or books and then have your, your laptop still at the right height. I think it's a great idea. It means you don't yeah. even need to buy those items. You can just use what you've got at home with the idea of it being at the right height. The other thing that James was talking about, especially if you're using standing desks or variants of that or even if you're using cookbooks with your iPad on top of that or your laptop on top of that is sort of these kneeling stool things. So you're sort of, you're still standing up, but you're, yeah, kind, of kneel, you're kind of leaning into a, it looks like if you were to, to sort of sit on it, you would fall off. It's not balanced, but it's just this, it just must take the weight off your legs for a little bit, but that's something yeah. else to consider to do a bit more research into that. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Grace. That's okay. I hope you can join me again soon and stay stylish. We love your style. Thanks for listening. Got any stylish questions for us or want to showcase your own style? peonyandsilk.com.au.